It's been a while. Whew, I mean, like years, months, what day are we on? Is it 2018 yet? Oh, wait, that passed. Okay. <laughs> That's Not where I'm 2018. at. I, that sounded like that number sounded so futuristic to me. And I'm like, oh, that was two years ago. <laughs> yeah, that was like really far behind. But what is time during all of this? I mean, or at all, you know, we can go there. <sighs> Welcome back a long time coming to small talk we tried doing this a few times it's not it wasn't lack of effort on our part it's just technology and you know social distancing creates technical issues so shout outs to all the other podcasts that have been recording consistently but we ain't y'all and we're a different breed we'll be here when we be here (laughs) (laughs) i'm not making any promises but it'll it'll i'll I'll try to record more often i'll say that for sure yes i'm jonathan the resident black mage and i'm donovan you know your girl that puts on way too much fancy beauty and keeps it cute you know Speaking of Fenty Beauty, I saw a thread the other day on Reddit where people were, like, trying to go in on Rihanna. They were like, they only like Fenty Beauty because it's Rihanna when it's all just mediocre. Okay, one, and. I mean, it's not mediocre, So, but, like, even if it was, and. Are you paying my bills? Shut the fuck up. Thanks. Um, and two, it's not mediocre because, like, every time I put on my makeup, which is, like, three quarters fancy beauty products i get endless compliments so where's where's the facts so one could say that it's maybe it's just your skill that's making the mediocre products like stand out yeah but i use other products and like today literally today i was in Publix, and this person was like oh my god like you why what is that foundation you use it is so silky and first i was like okay six feet um (laughs) it's really just our girl it's really our girl rihanna our girl fenty beauty you know i'm i have a problem with that when anyone tries to talk to me now when i'm out buying my groceries or whatever i'm just like can you back like all the way the fuck up <laughs> like, I, I was telling you how I had to go to Walmart today. Those people can't spell social distance, much less use it, because, like, they were packed in there. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to be here. So I really just, I had my gloves on, I had my mask on. I really just took a full-on shower afterwards, because I'm like, this is homophobic, racist, misogynistic, and xenophobic. <laughs> Your and first mistake was going to Walmart. Yeah, and I, like, I can probably, in the last two years, count on one hand the amount of times I've gone to Walmart, so... I'm dreading going because I need to go eventually because Walmart has a very specific product that I need that Target doesn't. Target doesn't like to carry ethnic hair products like like Walmart does, and that really drives me crazy. So I know eventually I'm going to have to go into a Walmart and just like prepare myself mentally and physically, but I'm just not ready for it. (laughs) It's a lot. (laughs) It really do be a lot. (laughs) So how are you, friend, besides having to bear the barren wasteland of Walmart? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I thought you were going to say of the United States, so I'm really glad that was more lighthearted. Honestly, like, right now I'm doing okay, but it fluctuates, you know, I'm in a good, I'm in a good place right now. How about you? Um, I'm not in a great place, not gonna lie. Okay, all right. 
I am sick and tired of being in this fucking house. I've been in it mm. for like, what, four months? And I'm just ready to have a change of scenery. I'm sick of it. See, but I feel like you're not finessing the system enough, you know, because like, yeah, we social distance, but like we, we have our vehicles, we can go for a drive, we can drive to Orlando and back if we want to. I mean, we can really do whatever we want so long as there's no people involved. (laughs) You know, you are 100% correct about that. And that is something that I place on myself. I feel like I can't do anything, even though I know I can just get in the car and like you said, I could drive to Orlando if I wanted to and, you know, just find something that doesn't have a bunch of people around it and just do that. But mm-hmm. I guess my mental health comes in and is just like, no, you can't do that. You just have to be locked up in this house all day. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, I get that. And I think like if you because like, you know, we're being pushed to stay inside, even though so many people aren't staying inside and you keep hearing stay inside. But like my a big saving grace for me has literally just been like driving to different parks where there's like not that many people and just sitting way far away and just soaking up like some outside fresh air, which is weird for me because I don't even like outside. But it's just the fact that they're telling me that I can't go outside that makes me want to. But there's a difference between being a rebel in an intelligent way and social distancing so that people don't, you know, catch this virus and just being stupid by going to bars and parties. Well, I'm no scientist, but like it's my general understanding. If you go outside like in the open and, you know, like you said, like you do your social distancing and you're wearing your mask if you're near people or whatever that like the chance of catching or spreading a virus is like slim to none. It's just, you've heard so much. Oh, you have to stay inside. You have to stay inside. And it just Mm -hmm. gets to you where it's like, fuck. And the funny thing is, is I am introverted. So I like being inside, but when God, when you're inside for months at a time, it just like damages you. Yeah, for sure. Like, and yeah, I mean, it's just like the little things that I, that I think you and I like treasure, like as simple as going and getting a coffee and then going right back to the house or (laughs) going and getting food and then going right back to the house. But it's just like, I don't want to, I've never wanted to go to parties or anything, but it's just like, I miss those little errands. And I'm like, but like all of those errands don't have to disappear. Like I can still go get a coffee. I order it online. So I don't have to be in a place as long as possible but i put on my mask i walk in there i get my shit and i go and i feel like i left my house did something saw a human being waved said stay away from me and kept it cute (laughs) it's it's just like you're saying it's like the little things i miss i miss going to a cafe and getting a coffee and just sitting down and reading a book and then getting up and leaving and i like i miss going to restaurants like i know that sounds so stupid but i miss like having you and alec and we're just like sitting at a restaurant shooting the shit like just talking about bullshit yeah and eating food like good food because we never went to bad restaurants um yeah, I miss that too. But like, honestly, you know, takeout is a luxurious thing. And I just like something that I've done is just try to make sure like my sister and I, we go and we get food a lot and we make sure that we'll sit in the living room together. We'll hang out, we'll watch a show and we'll eat our takeout. Um, and that really helps because at least then it feels like you're sitting and eating with somebody, you know? Yeah, it's something. It, you're right. It is something. I guess I just miss being like like i tweeted the other day i like just miss being around you because like usually on friday nights we would just be chilling at my place 
watching stupid videos and like getting drunk off cheap like five dollar wine <laughs> <laughs> yeah i will say that's the thing that i miss the most because like i have not seen you since like since this stuff has happened like since we've been in quarantine which has been the better part of this year and it's like i'm used to being there like three times a week and i'm like what is this but I think, like, there's things we can do there, too. Like, we probably should, like, do things like, you know, three-way calls or whatnot or, you know. But, like, you've been doing streaming or whatever, so I really enjoy when you stream because I'm like, oh, great. You know, all the girls will gather in the stream. We'll all kiki. We'll have a good time. And I don't know. It's refreshing. So, like, it's not ideal, but, like, I'm just glad that at least there's technology that allows us to get something, you know? It's You're right. It's like... That's another thing that's just been, like, dragging at me. It's like, I should stream more, but then my mind goes to this place where it's like, well, I don't have a 100 viewers right now, so what's the point in doing oh, something? No, no, no. Yeah, I know. It's a dumb way to look at things, but it's it's just how my mind works. And not realizing that, like, what, I get, like, a lot of, like, for someone starting off, you know, fresh, I'm getting, actually, like, a lot of engagement and everything. And yeah. I just really need to stop worrying about what I'm like the perceived way of things and just do the damn thing. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, it's, you hear so much, oh, you can't think about the views, but like, you know, it's how our brain is wired. We are raised in a system that values numbers and whatnot. And it's hard to take a step back and realize that like numbers are an indicator of human beings and that having just three or five or 10 real human beings in a room is a really cool thing watching you do your thing and that's something that i also try to think about as a content creator too you know because there's just like if you just are always chasing numbers like you'll never be satisfied you know yeah i i definitely think i think that's what's wrong with a lot of influencers too is they're just always trying to chase numbers and Mm -hmm. this is gonna sound maybe a hot take but i think it's what rots their brain is that they're just always trying to chase views and numbers and people and they just do continuously more things that like compiles and compiles on to get them more views they just more just just do more stupid things like yeah what why the fuck do you need to go to a party right now absolutely yeah and no, no like i was watching a video um on a youtube channel she's like my favorite youtube right now her name is amanda bb on youtube and she was saying like okay so you went to the party which is bad enough like that's bad enough and you know you deserve to rot for that <laughs> that's her words <laughs> not mine i mean um, i feel her <laughs> but she was like but why did you have to post it and she was talking about how influencer culture they're like you know it's because they always have to feel like they're above everyone else it's like this disease of feeling like better than someone else and feeling like you're higher on this platform. Because if you, if you cared about this party, you just had to go to this party. You didn't have to post it to Instagram to your millions of followers or whatever you, but you couldn't resist the urge to just show that your life is better than your average bear and just create that envy and all that stuff. And that's, what's like, I hate using this word because Twitter's one or not, but that's, what's toxic, you know? No, it is. It's like, I feel like they didn't even necessarily enjoy the party. They just wanted to be seen. And, oh, hey, look, I'm doing this. Like, I'm out. Hey, paparazzi's taking a picture of me at this party for, like, Mm -hmm. an 18-year-old. And one of the other reasons why, like, influencers and celebrities just, like, drive me crazy is because they're so out of touch. (laughs) It's Yeah, they're so out of touch. You really have paparazzi taking pictures of you going into, like, a a TikToker's house 
Like, I just don't yep. get it. It doesn't sit well with me. I think, like, I imagine every, like, influencer, quote, party being, like, they walk in, they spend, like, all this time getting their Instagram outfit together to go to the party, and it's just, like, a big kind of, like, dick-waving contest of who looks the best at the party, and then everyone just walks around with their smartphone, takes pictures with the most relevant people in the room, and then goes home. It's... It just seems so <laughs> hollow. <laughs> like, yeah, it really does. And I don't. Like, that's why whenever, uh huh. No, say what you were saying. Well, that's why I think like whenever there's these like quote squads on social media, like I used to think that it was cool when like some of your favorite creators would get together. But now, at least in like the mainstream like influencers, it just seems like okay, so here's our clout. You know, you have a big following, you have a big following. Let's come together because they all fizzle out like months later, and within five minutes of knowing each other, they're like, oh yeah, we're best friends and all this stuff, and then they're not friends like two days later, and you're like, okay, well, <laughs> it's because it's it's artificial. They're just doing it because they know that it's kind of like a parasitic relationship because Mm -hmm. they each feed off of each other and they or maybe symbiotic is the right word i don't know you know what i'm saying but they like feed Mm -hmm. off of each other and like oh because i'll give you an example like nikita dragon is like starting to be friends with like these (laughs) not starting to be friends (laughs) with all these like 18 year old 19 year old tiktokers and she's like what in her middle 20s mid 20s i saw that and it's like, well, like I feel like uh-huh. It's like, why are you hanging out with these 18-year-olds? Oh, it's because they can give you clout to make you more famous or whatever. Well, that's been her entire career. Like she doesn't have like I say this word loosely, a talent. Because like a lot of people don't have a quote talent but like she doesn't even have anything that she does or that she's known for or whatever. Like it's always either like, let's see how I can anchor black people or um, let me connect with whoever the most relevant person is so that I can get off their cloud. Like, she got her career by hanging out with Jeremiah Starburst, so... Jeremiah Starburst? Is that supposed to be Jeffree Star? Yes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Jeremiah Starburst. I love all the names that people come up with for him. They send me. So you don't think she has a talent? She's a beauty guru. But she's not... Sorry. (laughs) But she's not good at beauty. (laughs) A lot of her fans would argue otherwise. Okay, well, then those 12 and 13-year-olds can talk to me in five years when they realize that she is not all that and that that was just a phase they went through. We all had them. I had shit faves when I was younger, too. So I think the main thing for me is, like, I don't like Nikita because she's constantly problematic and has never even addressed it. Like... We can sit up here and make the argument for cancel culture and whatever that people should cancel her. I, I'll be out and out with you. I don't believe in cancel culture. I think people should be mm-hmm. held. And like, this is like such a stark contrast from our previous episodes because, you know, I was always like, cancel it. But like, I've grown and I think, I don't think people should necessarily be canceled. It just, it also just depends on the severity of what we're talking about. Yes. But like, if you make a mistake, you should be able to apologize for it, and we should hold you accountable, but just but just to, like, disregard your whole life and be like, oh, you don't exist anymore, I think is stupid. But, like I said, I, it, de- I mean, it depends on the severity of what we're talking about. Right. Like, if we're talking about, you know, things like pedophilia, you know stuff like that like a certain influencer then you know you need to be deplatformed and Mm -hmm. you were so i just but yeah i just i don't know like 
I've, it's been interesting seeing how influencers like can't cope with like this stuff. Like they can't because like they they lack substance, they lack personality, so they're constantly just like, oh my god, we have to flaunt somehow. And it's like, don't you all got like thirty like Hermes bags? Can't you just like do a haul of that or something? Like why y'all gotta go to parties and infect people? What kills me is is why can't you just stay at home in your big house and like with your pool and like your food and your maids and all this and just stay at home (laughs) (laughs) and can't aren't y'all aren't y'all supposed to be entertainers do y'all not say that you deserve the same right so can y'all are y'all not able to entertain from your home do you lack that much yes the answer is yes can you not like (laughs) go out for a hike or just do here's the thing can you not? Can you just do something and not have attention from it? <laughs> that I guess that's the issue. <laughs> that's the real question. Now that we can just wrap that whole thing into that one question, and the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> like you can do something and not have to post it onto the internet for likes. You really can. You really can. But like, not to go out on a tangent, but that's something even like I had to like look at myself and think about is like, am I posting this just to get likes or am I posting this because I actually want to post it? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I, yo, I'm sorry. I've definitely gone through that as well. Like I've definitely had many times where I'm like, I don't want to post this in this way at least, or like I need to change. I'm someone who feel, I feel like I need to change every 10 minutes, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely is because I think it's ingrained in like social media is such a part of our culture now. Like it's now mature. So like, we think that if we don't take a photo of it and post it, like it almost didn't happen. If that makes sense. When like in reality, you always have the memory and sometimes things are more sweet when you just have the memory. Yeah. When you can just, actually be in the moment and enjoy what is going on and i think you can definitely take like you know photos and videos to like remember the moment and savor it but damn do you have to be on the phone like the entire time oh like it's just crazy to me when i see like reality shows like the kardashians or like i see like these influencers do a vlog or something like that and the entire time they're on their phone and i'm like and again like i've had to check myself for that sometimes because sometimes i'll be with a friend and i'll just be on my phone and i'm like god like i'm with my friend like i should not be on my phone oh yeah that's something i'm guilty of too i think all of us that are in this you know like millennials gen z's or whatever we we can definitely acknowledge that we're on our phones a little bit too much and we can definitely, you know, put the phone down and actually just be yeah. in the damn moment. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, speaking of social media, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about this, but like, what do you think about the whole TikTok thing? Ooh, that is a thing, isn't it right now? So it is. Is it being banned or isn't it? We don't freaking know. So, you know, Darth, Dorito or whatever said like he's banning it but like you know he says a bunch of shit that like he doesn't have the power to do and then you know doesn't happen and then the one of the spokespeople for TikTok made a video and it's like girl no we ain't going nowhere we love y'all and you know all our shit sourced in the US and whatever and but they also didn't provide any real like evidence that says that they're not you know using their app in a shady way um but now there's rumors that uh bill gates is going to buy tiktok from said chinese company in which case it's not going anywhere 
Yeah, I think if like an American gets their hands on it, like an American company or whatever gets their hands on it, I definitely don't think it'll go anywhere. But I love the fact that he who shall not be named it wants to get rid of TikTok because they kind of like made him look like a fool. Mm-hmm. Is why no, he they... wants to get rid of it. It's not like if it had been a concern about security, that shit would have been shut down a long time ago. Well, and beyond that, like if we're going to be worried about security, let's also talk about the American social medias of Instagram and Facebook who have been caught selling our data and who have had breaches from who the fuck knows where else and are doing whatever the fuck with our data. So it's not it's not just a TikTok thing. These American apps are doing that as well and that's like when people are like oh my god they're taking your data i'm like so is every company here yeah it's kind of <laughs> like i don't like being like oh my god i don't care about them taking my data but every social media we're on is scraping our data and even selling it too and making a profit off yeah. of it as well and just i just saw a clip of like someone like facebook being talked about and facebook literally publishes lies and they do not fact check it They just let it sit on there, which is why I'm actually deleting my Facebook, like, next Friday. Because, for one, when I log on to it, like, the first thing that I think is, like, I fucking hate this. (laughs) I feel like if you're logging onto a social media and your first thought is, I hate it, you probably shouldn't be on it anymore. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, probably. And, like, I feel the same. Like, I feel like... There's very few people that care as keeping up with on Facebook. And also, you all think Twitter is bad. Facebook is the epitome of misery. Like, it doesn't matter what you post. You could fucking say that you're just love today. And there is someone there to tell you why you shouldn't love today. And, like, it's just wow like i thought twitter i didn't know twitter could be outdone but facebook them them gen x's and boomers be angry (laughs) it's funny that you say that because i posted a status saying that i was deleting my facebook and if you want to keep in touch with me just let me know and then someone commented and was like why not delete all social media (laughs) like oh because i like other social media and i don't like facebook (laughs) yeah it's like i don't know what to say to that it's just like i just what are you (laughs) talking What a dumb thing to ask. I'm deleting Facebook. Well, what the fuck? About? I'm like, well, okay. See, that, that is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Yeah, you see. Why not shut the fuck up? Like, I don't. I was just like, I didn't even respond because I was just thinking to myself because I just don't like Facebook. But, like, I like Twitter, you know, a little bit. Like, not to say Twitter doesn't have its problems, but I like Twitter more Mm. than being on fucking Facebook. Because at least I don't have to see recycled memes. I don't have to see updates of, like, people making imaginary letters to the person that cut them off in traffic or whatever on Facebook. And I'm just, I just don't care anymore. (laughs) Yeah, like there's like Facebook just doesn't offer anything. It's either a bunch of ads or your aunt Karen like being mad about something. And I just, you know, I um, I don't know if you saw I, just really quick. I don't know if you saw. I wanted I kind of wanted to dye my hair, so I posted that on. I did see I posted that it on Twitter. The like this morning, I woke up. The first ad on Facebook was for a hair dye. There you go. <laughs> I was just like, that is. See, this is why I don't like this. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's the thing. And it's like, that's using your data. And, you know, they're giving that data to these companies that advertise or it's just run through whatever that social media is. So it's just like, am I supposed to believe that 
like that's the thing it's like you said i don't like being like i don't care that someone's taking my data but it's just like if we're gonna hold one if if we're gonna hold one app to that standard why aren't we having that same energy for these other apps it's because one is based in another country which is a little xenophobic if you ask me but you know also it's because you know the ones like facebook sit up there and spread right right wing lies and you know that just yeah. embolden emboldens them and he's not gonna get like cut that away of course not no, and I, and maybe that's a better way to put it. It's not, I mean, maybe it, like, I don't know if it's xenophobic. It could be. I think it could be interpreted that way. But on the other side, it could also just be the fact that, like, it doesn't fit the narrative of, you know, Lord, I don't know, Suntan. I'm running out of creative <laughs> names. But I do think you have a point. It is a little, dare I say, racist that you would just, like, single out this Chinese company. Not saying China doesn't have its problems, but, like... Yeah, he has, absolutely, of course. He has a very, you know... He's repeatedly shown that he's racist towards Asian and, speci- like, specifically Chinese people as well. Yeah, it's like, I, I understand there's rising tensions there. And if this was something that had come up, like you said, like when the app first, like, you know, started, kind of started to blow up in the US and whatnot, like, I would be like, okay, like, there might be some, you know, a threat here, there might be something and like, there still could be like, I don't know. But it's just interesting to me that like, you know, here, we've had the KKK in the US who's been rampantly like, you know, I mean, we'll, I'll call it a terrorist organization. Um, and they're still allowed to be here. And, you know, we have, you're not dealing with coronavirus well at all and all this shit, but we draw the line at an app where we dance. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like we literally have a pandemic going on and the United States is not showing any signs of slowing down regarding it. But you'll ban TikTok, but you won't, like, enforce people to stay at home and, like, delay schools opening and require masks you know like all the time but let's ban tiktok (laughs) i think like taking taking tiktok out of the equation like the larger picture is it's like the government doesn't have the trust of the people and like when you don't have that trust like that's your fault like you've given us no reason to trust you so like let's say there is a serious threat or whatnot like what reason do we have to believe you when you're constantly just spreading lies to fit your narrative and i'm not even just limiting that to this administration i mean i'm talking about the whole the whole thing (laughs) the whole the whole white house the whole congress like all of it you know yeah it's it's mind-boggling i don't really know what to say about it to be honest it's yeah i think that's part of the reason why i'm just always so mad because like we can stop this we can do this and we just refuse to do it and i I don't mean i I guess i shouldn't say we it's just they refuse to do it yeah, I mean, I would say, like, and I don't want to get into, like, conspiracy theories or whatnot, but I just think that, like, that's their narrative, like, is to divide us. And I don't think that's a Republican or Democrat thing. Like, I think that that play is because if we do, if we were to band together, like, it would be, you know, we could make change. But there's a bunch of, I mean, that's a whole huge umbrella of conversation. You know, not, I don't want to get deep into it, but I don't think it's necessarily conspiracy theory. I think it's like they're proving that they want this to stay here because they're not doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. So it is definitely yeah. um, a thing to what divide and conquer. Like, mm-hmm. I hate saying yeah. stuff like this, but like the, the victims of coronavirus are marginalized people. So it's so easy just to be like, Oh, whatever. They'll, they'll figure it out and have those people die. And you know, the ones that are not marginalized still be in power and like still have that privilege there. 
Yeah, it's almost like there's just this, like, quote, natural selection attitude towards this where it's like, well, the week will be okay. And it's like, Jesus Christ, like, God forbid we just give a shit about people other than ourselves. And again, that's that's not just the government. That's people in general. It's your average person who just can't stop themselves from going to the bar when, like, they could get a whole place sick, you know? I don't understand why you would want to go to a bar knowing that there is a virus that is so easily spread just by breathing and bars are just tightly packed places full of people why would you want to do that well because most people like because i mean if you look at the stats you know they only care about themselves like if i were to get it like i would recover and i would most likely be fine but like they don't stop to think about like do y'all not have families do y'all not have like grandparents or like parents or something like that that you could infect i don't know to me like the, the one the one i guess i don't know if this devil's advocate thing i will say is it's like i think they are trying to scare you with the amount of cases rising where it's like you know if if everyone got it and no one was dying then who cares how many people get it but the fact is that people are dying so like just because you aren't in danger it's just really selfish of you to put a, a alcoholic beverage above the life of someone you may come into contact with when you're at the grocery store in your household or whatever it's weird because i personally feel like people are lying about the numbers too which is a weird thing because the numbers are still astronomical but i feel like they're lying that they're like cutting numbers too just to like make it seem like it's not all the way worse but it's still there yeah I don't know. Who knows? (laughs) It's sad that we can't even trust the people that say that they care about us and, you know, the government or whatever. I I don't know. It's it's sad that you can't really believe everything you see or hear. Yeah, it's. Like, it's sad that, like, you know, people clown millennials and Gen Z people for trusting social media for the news. But it's like, in a lot of ways, it's the most trustworthy source of news because it's the only one that, as of right now, isn't completely filtered through, um, like, a big media company or something like that. Yeah, it's a lot of the times the news that you get on social media is by, like, actual people living through it. So it's not been, like, you know, streamlined through a news channel to make it more palatable for people to digest, which is funny enough, is honestly sometimes a bad thing because if you just get the brunt of the news, it's kind of, like, draining on your mental health. Right, and and there it is. There's also a bad side where, you know, people who are posting these things aren't necessarily getting the facts right either. They're just going off of their own experience, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, you can't, like, I feel like it's, you know, and this is on any social media, but when something, you know, seemingly bad happens or something that's actually bad happens, you go on Twitter and everyone's like, this is it. Like it's it, it's blows up. It's all this or whatever. And then it's like, that gives you anxiety when in reality those people don't have any expertise in this field or they don't know what's really going on so like it just adds unnecessary like you know depression anxiety onto something that's already kind of stressful and uneasy um like how many times this year has it been like oh this is coming and all this is coming and it's like yeah there's been some shit this year but then there's been a lot of things that were like okay it wasn't that deep at least as deep as people said it was going to be. Yeah, it's a lot of us just having to, um, I don't know the right word, but a lot of it, through. Yeah, a lot of it is, 
I don't want to say hyperbolic because like things are definitely kind of like drastic and like at the max right now, but I feel like it doesn't help. Like hysteria doesn't make it any better either. No. And I think like, that's, I think, yeah, it, it just like you said, it doesn't help you in the slightest. Like if you, if we, if there is a serious something coming, then like we need to be like clear headed and like have a plan and like, you know, plan of action. But of course that again goes back to, trust for each other and our country so and i just think being like going back to social media it just does not help because everyone has their think piece on every single thing and that's just what makes it like a hundred times worse i think like that's something that i hope gets embraced in the future is listening more than you talk because like everyone wants to talk whether it's because like they're frustrated and they're just trying to get their thoughts out or they want clout or whatever but it's like if we were like before you speak like look shit up google it like get the facts like you know i wish like can we normalize getting the data i love the the phrase can we normalize <laughs> can, <laughs> like can we normalize you know, like just normalizing being normal <laughs> yeah, please but no i I agree. Even I'm guilty of that. A lot of the times I'm just very headstrong and want to get my point across. And it's so easy just to talk and get your point across. But I feel like it's much more difficult to listen and process and then say something. Mm-hmm. Well, especially when it's so easy to get your thought out, mm-hmm. you know, like you there's no point. There's no point of time where you have to like second guess to press in. It's like you see some shit, grab your phone and send and like you don't even have to think about it. I don't know. I'm. <laughs> I don't even. Like usually, I'd be like, "Oh well, next year will be better." I don't even know if next year will be better. <laughs> I'm holding on to next year being better because I have to. <laughs> I, I won't crush your dreams. <laughs> I won't say anything else. But like, I really want to believe and hope that it will be. Yeah, I mean, I'm not blind to what's happening, but at the same point in time, it's like. I'm ho- I gotta have hope, you know. Gotta have, gotta have something. <laughs> On a lighter note, <laughs> um, so black is it's called black is king. So I kind of wanted to. Have you seen it yet? I haven't. So I kind of want it for our next episode for us to like watch it and then maybe talk about it. Okay, okay, that's good. Because yeah, we probably should, uh, let's going back to what we literally just said. Let's not speak <laughs> on something we haven't. Let's not seen. talk about something we haven't seen yet. Okay, the, let's let's not see. Because girl, if everyone just did what we just did, then you know we would have a better place of stopping and thinking. There has been so much discourse on this already, and it's only been out for like a day. I know. And I uh, I don't even know what the discourse is all about, to be honest. You know, I really don't know what it's about either, but I'm I'm going to watch it, and we can come back next Saturday, and we can sit down, and we can talk about it. We don't have to, like, sit in there and analyze every little scene, but we can just get our impressions of it. Absolutely. But you know what your girl is ready for? What? what Legend yeah, of Korra? Oh, yes, you took it right out of my mouth. You took the words right out of my I... mouth. <laughs> Look, the best thing that happened in this entire quarantine is the resurgence of Avatar and it getting the fucking respect that it deserves as one of the greatest pieces of television of all time. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I can't believe that some people had never seen it before. 
Well, I like I figured that like I feel like even though it was such a popular show, I feel like the normal person you went up to didn't watch it, if that makes sense. I don't know why I had that impression, but like seeing like I it's like to me, it's reached like new heights. And it's crazy that a show that is this old, like has just it's basically like it just came out almost because for a lot of people it did. And I'm, like, excited because I'm hoping, like, I know we're getting this whole live action or whatever. But, um, <laughs> Not whatever to the live action. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope that, I'm gonna watch it, but I hope at some point we get, like, another animated series, like, either with a new Avatar or, like, you know, let's do some, like, time changes between, like, the last Airbender cast. Like, you know, when they grow up, like, what was that like? What happened to Sokka, okay? Um... These are questions I have. Seriously, it's stuff I want to know, too. Or, like, give me a series on Kiyoshi. <laughs> I, you know, I need to... Apparently, there are new books coming out, and I need to read the Kiyoshi book. And I need to read the comics as yeah. well. I saw that, too. I got the Kiyoshi book. I haven't read it yet because I'm a flop. And, like, once I start reading, I can't stop. But starting is difficult. Starting is always the most difficult part of, like, any fucking thing. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't really have anything else to talk about right now. Me either. But I think, like, we just needed to get our asses on here and say, like, hey, girls, this is the tea. It's what we've been up to. Here's what's bullshit. We're not dead. You know? We're alive. We just haven't really thought about this. And I can't say I haven't thought I hope about you this, all. but it's just, like, it seems like so much given what everything that's going on. Yeah. And I mean, you know, even, like, our the podcast that inspires to start this one, the read, they're taking a break for like the first time in seven something and a half years or something like that. So, you know, I think people are forgiving of her mental health and stuff. in these. Times, when I saw but... that they were taking breaks, I was like, Oh, this might be it for a while. And I don't really blame them because they've given us so much no. for so long. Well, to be honest, like I stopped listening for a bit just because I could tell like they weren't into in, in it. And I didn't like blame them for that. But like I could just tell that like when they were doing it, they were just like, oh, like I just want to not be here. And like I respect that. Like I totally I, I definitely I hate the fact that like people feel that their their favorites need to constantly be creating content for them when they don't. And mm-hmm. they don't owe that to you. But what they owe is themselves. Yep, exactly. Um, but in other news, I just want to say an umbrella of, you know, Black Lives Matter, Black Trans Lives Matter, you know, care about people other than yourselves, wear your mask, wash your hands, wipe your ass, you know, all that good yes, stuff. Yes, and all lives won't matter until Black Lives Matter, specifically Black queer trans lives. So let's get yes, it together, yes, people. Yes. Please. Um, anything else before we wrap this on up? I think that that's it. Thank you guys so much for, you know, checking us out. Be sure. I I mean, you can follow our podcast, Twitter and Instagram, but like, if you want like things to actually be updated, you can follow us personally. I think I might actually put Um, our Twitter like handles in the episode description. If you would like to follow. Perfect. Because I'm going to be honest. We don't be on that. Um, Twitter <laughs> on the podcast, Twitter or the Instagram. <laughs> we don't be, but you can follow us. Okay? Like I, I barely post on my own Instagram. I'm just gonna keep it real with you. 
Yeah, hey, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, again, thank you all for listening. Please stay safe. Wash your hands. Social distance. Wear a mask. Keep it cute. And I guess we'll see you all next week. Bye, guys. Bye.